Welcome to the podcast Kenya. We are your hosts, Andy Davies, Clear Earnshaw and Leon Weche. We are here to discuss all things training, nutrition, health and mindset. We aim to share knowledge through our own experiences and by interviewing local and international experts in their field. Our goal is to provide education and empowerment. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast Kenya season nine and it's just the three of us in this episode and we're going to have a general catch up. Andy is still in the UK. We are here in Nairobi. Andy tell us your news. You, you've, you've abandoned us in a here in Kenya. Oh, I've never abandoned. You know. <laughs> um, no, I'm just in the UK for for a little bit, you know. Um, it's one of those things where, you know, came to the UK for holidays, you know, <laughs> picked up a, you know, was offered a contract and some work for the British government mm. to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so keep keeping myself busy. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, I think... But it's going to take me till, you know, the contract runs until March, I think. I'm sure I'll work out on the timing, so September through to March, about March 19th, 20th, somewhere like that, mm. probably 18th, 19th. Yeah, you'll you'll need to come back here for some vitamin D by then. <laughs> well, you know, it's not been too bad, like the summer was nice. That's true. You know, and, you know, I'm probably running out of stores, I'll be on the sunbed shortly because get a vitamin D where you can. Yeah. <laughs> So how's how's your training going there? I've seen that you are you're about Good. to go into a, a shred. Yeah, so I went. So originally I was going to do a, a mini cut, um, but I decided to just go into a maintenance phase for a little while. So I've been sort of maintenance phase. Body composition hasn't improved. Um, if anything, the maintenance yeah been holding weight, but I do think my body composition the last week or two is got worse a touch mm-hmm. so I was like oh, I might as well shred now when I say shred it's like we get lean I'm not getting, I may, I, I'm not planning myself to get stage lean I'll see what I'm like come Christmas um, then make some decisions because um, I might compete before coming back mm-hmm. see how that goes um, yeah we just go from there you know we'll see you know uh Having a long prep start now, show maybe before I come back in something like March. Yeah. Yeah. That's enough time. Yeah, well, it makes yeah. sense if you're still in the UK to do a show, you know, whilst you're there. Yeah. Do a show there. and come back after. Yeah. So how, how are you going to set up your your cut? Are you going to, is it going to be quite conservative to start with? Yeah, well, yeah. Not generally speaking. Um... I always start off a little slow and start speeding things up, you know, mm. depending on how much momentum you get going forward. But, you know, I say to clients, it's like, yeah, great, we're losing weight, but if you've got a goal, you just got to keep that, you got to keep that sort of momentum up, you know, you got to keep that push on. So, you know, it's about, if you can start off conservatively, because you, you, know, you can slowly get into it. Yeah, it's in, just be increasing some more cardio, Steps, ideal time of year for steps, freezing cold. Yeah. Um, but I'm okay with that. Um, you know, put a good jacket on and, you know, get some more tracksuit bottoms. 
um, and then wander around in the mornings because I'm normally up just after five. So, you know, between probably quarter past five to quarter six, we have half our steps in, do something similar in the evening, and then get some cardio in at the gym and a couple of times a week, two, three times a week. And yeah, training. Mm-hmm. Then start bringing carbs down a touch. Same thing with the UK. Carbohyd- my carbohydrate levels have been relatively high because <laughs> things like good baked bread. Yeah. You know, and that's primarily it actually. I don't have lots of, you know, I still have rice and potatoes as my main carb sources. Yeah. Yeah, you know, some pasta occasionally, but. Extra bread. <laughs> it's a bread. It's like, I mean, it's the only thing you go to a shop in the evening with breads on sale for the day, True. fresh baked bread. You're like, oh, that's 25p, I'm going to buy a loaf. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, you know, because it's a really good deal. And you're like, oh, wow, it's like you in. But um, yeah. reality is, it's. Yeah, yeah I don't need it. It's just it's, uh... carbs. But it's okay, because I train in the evenings. Yeah. So my last meal. Well, not my very last, but like my main meal comes after training. So a couple of extra carbs in that have been okay. But yeah, that's why I just tighten up on things like that. Initially, first couple of weeks will just be tightening things up. Mm-hmm. You know, remove junk food, keep to, you know, straight set meals, you know, four or five meals a day. And mm-hmm. three main meals, and then I have smaller, like, yeah. Like I say, a protein shake with some oats in it, and maybe something like a four bed, something like a what do you call it, um, protein yogurt thing mm. with some extra protein powder. In. Yeah. Berries. I mean, have you noticed that your blood glucose is different with the extra? Blood glucose has been okay. I've, I've checked it a few times. It's been okay. It's probably because I've been quite active, mm. generally active, running around doing different things. You know, um, yeah, with Kaya, you know, there's a thing with UK, there's lots of clubs and stuff, like, so she's been in going, rushing to, you know, I'm rushing here and everywhere, taking places. So, um, but yeah, so, like, blood glucose has actually been okay, I'm sort of managing it, so it's been decent. Yeah. But that's because I always try to, I'm sleeping well, I'm active, so... It's just, a good, yeah, I don't, I still don't have huge amounts of carbs during the middle part of the day, mm-hmm. really. Um, there's those evening, evening breads, which I shouldn't really have, but because yeah. I still get a good amount of sleep, but by the time I wake up, it's not. Yeah. Fasted blood glucose is actually okay. So I, how many carbs are you eating and how do you spread them out? So um, generally speaking, um, I, I been on 200 grams 250 which is low for a lot of people but um good for me mm-hmm. the glucose um i always stick the largest amount of carbohydrates in my pre-workout and my post-workout since my post-workout's my main meal works out pretty well and the rest are sparse sparse throughout the day um what I'll do is I'll drop that to about 175-ish, um, which is a good rate level for me to start cutting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that's a good place for my carbohydrates to be generally. Yeah. 
that's that's yeah a bit higher. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so for me that'd be good. I'll do that, and then you know um, I'll look at where my fats are. Um, you know, still having good fats here. You know, avocados, which mm-hmm. Leon hates, but olive oil. Mm-hmm. I'll get some nut oils in as well, but you know, peanut butters. Yeah. It's, it's a good thing about the UK. It's easier to get things like no sugar peanut butter. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. It's easier to get, you know, get things like a protein yogurt, like you know, Sky type yogurt thing. Yeah, even uh, yeah. yeah, even the supermarkets have their own brand stuff now. Yeah. So you don't even need to spend the extra on Sky. It's like you know, so yeah, which is good. I have that with you know some protein powder, a couple of berries before bed, and then yeah, it's a good little protein. Bed. Absolutely, I know. I love the well. We just said the phage, the fire, the fire. Yeah. Bed. It's just, it, yeah. It's such a great way to get extra protein in, and it's. I, I like it because they give you the options. You can have your full fat, or you can have your ten percent. Yeah. Because it can be, you know, if you're like for me, I'm, I'm, I'm just at the moment not using protein powders. It's really hard to get in you know like 140 grams of protein without it it's possible Mm. but yeah greek yogurt comes in really handy but sometimes the full fat one then your fats just go overboard so (laughs) that's the thing it's it's trying and i have this with clients Um, i have some you know vegetarian clients and i suggest protein powder but some don't want to use it and that's fine it's just you know if easier if you are a meat eater not having protein Mm. powder although it becomes a lot chewing um (laughs) It's nice to sometimes have a slight break from chewing. Yeah. Um, you know, but especially in an off-season situation, for guys who compete in off-season, you know, with the amount of food you want to get in, you know, you do need a break from the chicken and the beefs and stuff. You know, oh, yeah. it's just a lot of chewing. It gets a bit much. So I started mincing when I was in Kenya, I started mincing yeah. my chicken because I was just fed up of chewing it. Yeah. Two yeah. chunks. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so there's that. But yeah, it is, it's nice. Yogurt. So, yeah, and for that, cottage cheese, I always say, is a good little so one as well good. to add to things. It's so expensive here, though. It's like five oh, pounds for really 500 grams. As well. Which is so sad. And it's, you don't get the, it's always a full fat option. Not that I'm against full fat, but if you, you know, yeah, if you are eating a lot of dairy, well, that's the thing. It adds it's up. like, you got to then try and work out where else you're going to take your fats from. Yeah, As exactly. in, like, they're not the best fats. They're not essential oils. They're not, you know, in my clients, which I'm saying, me telling them, like, what we want to do is minimise non-essential fats and maximise essential fats. Because, you know, you get the best benefit from them. Um, so if you can make most of your fat content from the essential fats you're in a much better position. That's the thing, but when you can't, you know, when you can't get, if you're, say, a vegetarian, then, you know, it's a case of trying to find your protein source. And it does become hard. I've had to lower a lot of people's protein targets purely to give them a, an achievable target. Yeah. It's not an optimal target. It's just an achievable target. You Which know? is so true. Like, a lot of my clients who are vegetarian, it's often, like, 90 to 100 grams. You know, if if possible, 120, but it can just be so hard. Um, But a good one is actually ricotta. And you do get a good low-fat one here. 
and it's I mean it's not as tasty obviously but it's no. it's it's nice like you can make like a, a pudding with it um so yeah you can use a yeah. cutoff of a dessert yeah there's it's uh, it's a berries yeah berries. But it's, it's yeah. again it's a cost though it's a cost element yeah. it's not it's cheap, it's you know. actually cheaper it's not too bad it's yeah. not as browns do one then the yeah. else does one i don't think probably but the browns one is actually not too too expensive here compared to cottage cheese or their greek yogurt so it's yeah and it's a lot like it's touch on the high side of things like dairy because yeah. you know there isn't the options yeah, yeah. yeah but the good thing is that you know like with browns it's all like yeah, it's good it's, it's delicious, good, quality, good quality and like yeah. it's, it's like minimal hormones for the curls oh, and those kinds I of things i always say it's, it's worth your it's worth your money to get the brown stuff it's just you know as long as you've got that money to yeah. buy it yeah yeah, yeah, true. True. yeah, yeah. no it's it for sure but it, it is interesting, like balancing your your macros like that. Like again, for vegetarians, it's hard because you know your carbs can go up, you know your fats can go up. So protein is really difficult. And well, that's the thing. Chasing protein for vegetarian usually pushes the carbs right up. Mm-hmm. If you're going for legumes and, then, and grains, and that's and... probably yeah, great. Yeah, and you're trying to get a complete protein source, so you're mixing various plant-based yeah. protein sources. And then you've got someone who might be a bit pre-diabetic, you know, and you're trying to get their carbs down. That's, you know, starts becoming a challenge without protein powder. Very you know. hard. I think that's mm. an interesting situation if someone is, you know, getting a bit insulin resistant or pre-diabetic as a vegetarian, then I think I would say, like, just get a good quality like protein powder. Yeah, well, you have to. Yeah. You, you yeah. always have to because... You're gonna to have to have a break from carbohydrates. Yeah. You know? It's it's, it's, those, it's those situations where it's it's now it's a must. It's not what well, you want. Yeah, obviously we we put in some yeah. tofu and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's not it's, yeah, it's yeah. not ideal. Yeah, it's not, yeah. At least and, you yeah. need that, yeah. I mean, at <laughs> least vegetarians way. can eat eggs and, and, and dairy. That helps so oh, much. Yeah, true, true. yeah. Um, because like a vegetarian, as long as they're not, yeah, we are just vegetarians. A lot easier, yeah. Eggs, and that, yeah, explaining, trying to explain to people, you know, you don't want to say lots and lots of hot eggs, but let's get lots and lots of egg whites in. Yeah. So like, well, what happens to the yolk? I'm like, oh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's... Off, give it to the dog, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It always yeah. feels like such a waste, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It is. And that's a hard thing. It, yeah. it is very wasteful just to have egg whites, but. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <gasps> Dogs love it. Oh, yeah, you know, if you're just having them you know, up, yeah. egg whites, you just keep giving them yolk. Yeah. It, it, it fattens yeah. them up quick. It's, uh, yeah, it's the egg <laughs> it's, 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 to be careful with them. I mean, like, always going on, like, about blood glucose and, you know, there's so many ways to manage it without necessarily having to slash your carbs. I mean, that can be really useful. Um, you know, like, with you, you find that. The same with me. I actually have lower carbs. But, it, you know, it's the type of carbs that you eat, you know, like rice and potatoes are amazing and root vegetables are so good. And then, you know, how like your nutrient timing becomes so important, you know, like Andy's mm-hmm. eating yeah. most of his carbs around his training window when he's going to use them and when he's more insulin sensitive, which is smart. And, you know, this makes such a big difference. And then, like, we always call them our blood glucose walks, <laughs> just being active. Yeah. So and that's how I tell my clients. After every meal, if you can, just do a 10-minute walk. Even if you're in the office, finish your meal, 
Just walk, walk around. around. Chat to people for ten minutes. Mm-hmm. It's so. Just do something. Just keep your body moving. Keep keep moving. Like studies have shown, that's more powerful than metformin, which is you know, yeah. um, <clears> the <throat> diabetic drug. Are you are you still on berberine? Um, yeah, no. Um, I'm just ordering some. I haven't like, used it for a little bit actually. Yeah. Um, I will use it. It, cause it is good. It's really good. Um, well, I was reading it's good to cycle off it, like do three, yeah, three yeah, months. Yeah, exactly what I read. Take a bit of I a break. Because it it's also it's also a really good antimicrobial. Like a lot of um, oh, so much health benefits. People use it. Yeah. In fact, I think I'm gonna yeah. order some more in. Um, it's been a while. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, my carbs aren't high, but I mean. It's still, no, I think it's still... It's good to have. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's good to have. And as I said, I'd come off just purely for that cycling purpose. Yeah. A couple of months off. I think it's um, good for most supplements yeah. to do that. But, yeah. But here's the thing, like, and this is something I tell people, you know, I've had discussions, but linked to um, high fasted blood glucose and things, things like dementia and to other lifestyle well, not even lifestyle, some other genetic conditions, you know, it can be mitigated, reduced by just controlling our blood glucose. There's a strong link between insulin you know, resistance and things like dementia and you know, early onset dementia. So, you know, it is good to, for people just to understand how to use their carbohydrates and that they're there as a, as a great fuel source. Mm-hmm. But you only need fuel when you're active. Yeah, yeah. because... Yeah, having a high carb meal and going to bed, it will aid your sleep, but it will also keep your blood glucose higher at your least active periods. Yeah, and then considering maybe you work in an office, so you've been sitting for six to eight hours, it's, it's, yeah. it becomes becomes a dangerous lifestyle. I was uh, I was listening to a Kenyan doctor talk about it on Citizen TV, and he made some really good points where heart diseases are going up. And uh, you know lifestyle issues because people just sit and. Really well, the thing is, Kenyans have got the perfect storm. The emerging middle class. <laughs> yeah. More takeaway food, more convenience mm-hmm. food, less active lifestyles. Yeah. From where genetically, you know, and historically, Kenyans very active. You know, a lot of nomadic tribes. Yeah. Very low carbohydrate, yeah, very low junk food usage. Yeah. Um, now to being sit in the office and people having pizzas and KFC, you know, it's you know, it's a big, big swing there. Mm-hmm. Well, it's always interesting in that sort of evolutionary perspective. I think, you know, and you know, if if you like certain tribes have different, like you yeah, say, genetic true, predispositions, true. you know, so that when there is, you know, a a time of plenty, you know, like fast food and everything is now, you have the propensity to store more body fat. Your body is just like, yep. um, you know, and that but can lead take to... take a look at, you know, if you go back in time and you look at the Samburu or Maasai or, you know, Bridge Carlins, you know, um, these nomadic tribes people, if you look at really old photos, you won't see an overweight one. No. <laughs> have a look now. Though. Have a look, especially anything. at some of the Maasai guys now who settle living in Nairobi. Yeah, mm. They get, they get, they get fat real quick because you know they put on weight real quick because you know it is still within their DNA. They're not meant to be living that lifestyle. Mm. It's been yeah, you know, it's like evolutionary over 
millennia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Suddenly, in a very quick period of time, like Kenya's, you know, rise of a fast food chain, yeah, it's not much more than 15 years, really. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, it's so interesting. And I mean, their diet literally is, you know, blood and milk. I mean, now maybe some... Yeah, sorry, and meat. So like, like you say, very little carbohydrate. And now you're introducing that um, you know, it's it, it is age, like a perfect high store. Fat, high carb and, stuff. And, so it's and there's a thing though, like it, uh, diabetes. It's not a cheap disease. Oh gosh. No, no. Yeah, no. to manage like in somewhere like Kenya, where you have to pay for your, you know, medication. Yeah, and it's so it's so it's so preventable, and you know, and as we we've always said, like if you can just catch these things early, like listen to our blood glucose episode. I think that's a really good one. And just learn, you know, like how to take it, just get your glucometer, you know, do your works, nutrient walks, do your nutrient timing, you know, and then certain supplements. So I also take uh, inositol. Um, other, I mean, that's also for thyroid, but that can help a lot with insulin resistance and it's very safe. It's even safe during pregnancy. Um, and a, a lot of women with PCOS take it, I mean, because PCOS is generally driven by insulin resistance. Um, yeah, it goes hand in hand with insulin resistance, doesn't so, it? But it's a bit like, it t- that which ties in almost on the flip side of that, though. So men, and I was explaining this to a client about low testosterone levels and insulin resistance and weight gain. Because, you know, we've had this blood check, we look normal, you know, but blood glucose is a bit close to the bone until you go it's always the same on the you know it always looks like we do blood glucose monitoring and it looks high he goes to the doctor they do a proper test and for some reason that day it's always a bit lower <laughs> we go oh no, you're all right it's like right. but anyway but i said to him he should go he should get a testosterone check because obviously i think you know yeah he feels tired a lot he's you know his body compositions mm. Yeah. Not great. <clears throat> he is in his forties. You know, I'm like, yeah. yeah, I haven't asked him about his libido yet, actually, mm. but yeah, mm. it's a bit more conservative. Mm-hmm. I don't want to yeah. stress him yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, um, but yeah, so I so said, go check your testosterone because you know, this insulin resistance is marginal. You're not eating a great deal. Well, you're telling me you're not eating a great deal of carbohydrates. Hmm. Uh, the plan, you know, we've reduced those, but again, they're vegetarian, so we have to keep them relatively high. Yeah. But he's active. Yeah. You know, I don't know during the day how active he is, but um, he's active. Um, so I'm like, let's just rule it off or in, see where your testosterone levels are, and check your other hormones over there. Yeah. Yeah, the other sex hormones because you know SHBG, mm-hmm. SHBG ties hand in hand with insulin, mm-hmm. uh, insulin resistance. You know, when you've got lower SHBG levels, you're more you know, it's chicken and egg situation. I think higher yeah. insulin resistance pushes up SHBG levels, mm-hmm. and then decreases testosterone levels. But yeah, you know, you've got more SHBG, so you're getting even less free testosterone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a, it's amazing what blood work can tell you. I guess people are still scared to find out. I find some some sometimes. even doctors. Yeah, like here's the thing: the doctors won't look at the broader picture. Mm. They look at the main markers for health. They like focus on those big, 
okay, what's your cholesterol doing? Okay, we're okay there. Okay, what's your, you know, your blood cell count? That's okay. You know, um, yeah. you know your liver function. Good. Clean bill of health. Yeah. yeah actually, in between all that, there's a lot else going on. Yeah. As long as you're not diabetic, the doctors are fine with that. Yeah. Pre-diabetic. Yeah. You know. Everything else, so yeah, they're not. Yeah. They don't really, unless you push a doctor, a doctor won't go out of his way to prescribe you, you know, testosterone replacement therapy. Yeah, and it's... Or even test your free testosterone. Yeah. Well, they won't even test it, that's my point. It's not, like, you know, it doesn't even come up in discussion. Yeah, and it's like you say, they don't, well, some, I guess, but most, they don't even ask you, you know, just your activity levels, the simpler stuff, you know, what do you do, how your day looks like, well, how you manage stress. Well, here's the thing, you know, questions should be quite a list. You work through the list. You go, right, okay, so I mean, the easiest one to check your, like, you know, your libido levels is are you getting early morning erections? And actually, I was watching GMTV, uh, one of these breakfast TV on BBC. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a doctor on there, a young doctor, and he was talking about low testosterone in men and about lethargy and stuff so that was quite good yeah uh, and then he said the same thing he's like look he says you know although you know a lot of people men don't like older men don't like talking about it mm-hmm. yeah it's the first the first clue of lower testosterone is if you stop getting morning erections mm-hmm. yeah it's just you know if you stop getting those and there probably is a slight problem with your yeah. Yeah. that's why it's so great to like find a coach who has the holistic approach because Honestly, the more I've worked with doctors, it's, you know, and we've said before, like GPs, it's not, you know, they're, they're not specific in certain areas. But if mm. you can work with coaches who can read your blood work, you know, because they're going to take the time to ask, you know, all these kinds of questions because it's, you can't look at anything in a silo. All your systems are connected. Yeah, you, yeah. And you need to ask all these different questions to be like, okay, well then that's probably why it's like this, or this is why it's like that. Whereas like you said, Andy, your doctor's going to be like, yeah, okay, all the all the big boys are looking good here, but, and you're like, well, I'm still feeling crap. Um, and so because I have Hashimoto's and um, my brother has Crohn's and he was, they did say he had Hashimoto's and he wanted to recheck. And I was, you know, I was telling him, look, make sure you ask for a full thyroid panel because doctors will not do that. They will only do TSH. And, you know, he was telling them the history of, of this and they still only run TSH. Yeah, but he, he your brother's lucky in the sense that he lives in the UK. He can actually pay to get... That's what I told him. I was like, do it because it's only 160 yeah, quid. The NHS, and I know this, but because of the NHS, cost saving, they will never give you full panels. And you're lucky. Ever, unless it's a real medical emergency, you, mm. you will always get the bare minimum because of cost. So if you can just top it up, like you can do, uh, go on to uh, Youth Revisited. Mm. Yes, they're youth great. Yeah. And do a full thyroid panel only. He doesn't even have to do like the test I do. Yeah. If, you, if you do a thyroid test, it ticks all the boxes. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I'll read it for you because it's just... I guess we it's just, like that expensive. A thyroid yeah. one's probably fifty quid. I mean, it's it's great, like to see that. But then you know you're like, okay, but let's find out why. Then you need the other stuff. But you know, it's still well, good. That's the thing. But if he's already got the main panels from the NHS, then what you do is you then get the others. Uh, well, they only did. They only did uh, full blood count and 
fasting blood glucose and TSH. I mean, you can, uh, you can do that like, extra ones. And you know, you have to fight to actually get the results. Well, that's the thing, they never give you your results. Yeah. The doctor looks at them and says you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. So it's, and I, I mean, honestly, I think like some GPs are awesome, but you know, if you are trying to do blood work, you will just be frustrated if you go through your GP. Like, go through like, uh, like a functional medicine practitioner or a coach who knows how to read your blood. Work. I think this is half the issue in the UK. If you go to a GP, because the NHS system, the NHS is amazing. I'll never truly knock it, but there's a few holes there. Yeah. You go to a GP, the GP will then, he has to refer you to a specialist. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they don't really want to do that because of costs. Yeah. So only if you really tick all the boxes will they then do that. Uh, yeah. They yeah. try and just say, oh no, you're actually fine. Yeah. So they won't, you know. If you keep going back, you keep badgering them, they will. <laughs> do it, yeah. They will. Because yeah. they just get fed up with you. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think it's so worth to, if you're going to do it, you know, get someone who's going to take the time to. You know, read read it holistically. Um, yeah, and and you know, it's worth paying some additional money to a private clinic to take your bloods, mm -hmm. and then finding you can find a private functional medicine doctor and ask them to assess your or a sports medicine doctor or a hormone expert private doctor and just have a consultation, pay a consultation fee, show me blood work and say, oh, I just want you to go through my blood work and see if I'm okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's so, pretty much what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've started to do yeah. just one-off consultations as well to help people with their blood work. Um, and then we have the Tibu sort of... Yeah, and Tibu can do it. So, I mean, it's still... Okay, it's more expensive it's more, here, yeah, but you yeah. can still... You know, it, you know, you can, you know, depending on your budget, we can be like, okay, well, if yeah. we're suspecting it's thyroid or whatever, you know, we could just do that. Um, yeah. At least it helps. Yeah. It's yeah. a starting point. So, uh, what, what, well, I know what you're up to, but Me, you can uh, tell, yeah, you, tell you, you can tell us. Uh, um, I call it, I'm in limbo somewhere there because, uh, I think I even, I think we we're talking with Andy also and you anyway. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm at a point where I'm training hard, but getting back so little. Making no progress. Yeah, there's, it's, it's like very, very small steps. <laughs> and it, I enjoy training. It's, training is good. Like that, my nutrition, everything's amazing. And it's like, it's just such small steps. It's a bit frustrating. And then past few weeks, uh, having traveled and gotten sick a bit, lost a bit of weight, so it's, it's been a struggle getting back to training and recovery is a bit meh. So, yeah, I'm at that point where I'm like, you know, I've been trying a bit of high volume training, just something different uh, as I get back. So no sets to failure because uh, just, just trying to manage recovery but keeping volume a bit high. So sessions are sort of not wasted and then yeah yeah but it just feels like i'm at that point where i think having trained for so long you know food is good um mindset is good training's good 
it's like the problem is and here's your problem is you've been trained for a while you've been on point for a while yeah it's... so every sort of <laughs> new bits like you know newbie gains you can get out of everything you've rinsed now I have. so you're now on like minuscule amounts of growth and mm. you know and we're talking lucky to get one to two pounds of any additional oh, yeah. muscle in a year you'd be lucky lucky to get a pound probably in a year yeah. yeah like after the trip in Scotland where there was a lot of hikes lost a bit of weight so you know water I'm sure a bit of muscle fat but very little it just feels nice when now I'm training and gaining a kilo where it could be water again, could be a bit of fat, but it just feels nice because it, it plays with my head. But the thing is, even if it is water, yeah. it, it, you're not in the muscle. If it's water, glycogen going to muscles. At least they look fuller. Yeah, yeah it, it just, yeah, it gives me that, oh, at least something's happening. But I'm yeah. at a point where I've been talking to Dr. Dean. Um, I mm. talked to uh, Texas JP, we're just just asking questions because at least it still replies and yeah I'm at that point where I'm thinking m might be because I mean I'm 35 next year so I'm, I'm at that point I'm like wouldn't wouldn't I wouldn't mind you know experimenting seeing how it goes but doing it the right way sort of enhanced but very yeah. healthily no it, it makes it makes some sense for you because here's the thing and this is what people need to realize as I just said, you've been on point training. You've rinsed everything you can rinse. <laughs> I feel like it. Yeah, you've, you've, yeah, you've not let anything set. And you, you are probably still making gains. Yeah. But yeah. so small, you won't notice them until, like, yeah. And you have to be yeah. so on point. Now. It's, it's, yeah, it's, you got to be so on point. Yeah, exactly. If you slip even a little bit, you know, yeah. it goes backwards. Yeah. So, yeah, um, you know, 35. Yeah, if your test levels start dropping, um, it depends how high they are to start with. But yeah, you know, it makes sense, you know, because you're in a good place to do it. Yeah, and then, because even, even, I was just like, even if they're not, it, it's just nice to, because it's like I was saying, it, it feels like I'm knocking down, I'm, I'm hitting a wall, and <laughs> it's just a few cracks, but it's not breaking down into the next phase, so... I wouldn't mind, you know, breaking down the wall and just feeling like, oh, wow, that that leg session, you know, like, oh, I can see, you know, the progress. I can feel it. Like, it's, it's reached Ooh, that the point. Recovery. Oh, yeah, even, yeah, because it's, it's, it's like if I feel the next day I'm at a point where, like, okay, I'm, I'm finished. I'm dead. It was no, a good been session. Like recently, my recovery's been... <laughs> yeah, it's been bad. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not food because food's good my protein's always high like i do two 50 gram servings a day so i get about 80 to 100 easy from whey and then food so it's it's something small missing maybe it's mindset causing that because you know mind body is one but i feel like i'm at that point i'm ready for it i'm i'm mature well, i think and, it'd be uh, good like you know for people to see how you can do that responsibly yeah, yeah. that's uh, and for someone to share their journey openly yeah i think it will be really good yeah it's i'm i'm i'm, I'm at that point plus i, I don't mind experimenting with myself because i know i'm not going to do anything dangerous and uh yeah good mentors yeah. you know and 
uh, like Dr. Dean. We've had, had him on the podcast. He's, we, yeah, he's great. Yeah, we talk. He's, he's, he's nice. He replies. So it's, yeah, I'm at that point, I feel like it, it, I, I would, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. It's, it's not, it's not I'm, not, I'm not doing it out of, oh crap, I saw this guy on well, it's Instagram. It's not purely or, aesthetics. Yeah. It's, uh, so, yeah, um, that's how, at my training, yeah, I'm at that point where I'm just in limbo. <laughs> where? <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, inject shitload of tread into your eyeball. It'd be awesome. No, um, <laughs> no joking. A little bit of testosterone, a little bit of testosterone just to push you past the plateau. Yeah. Nothing. It doesn't even need to, you don't need to rinse, you know, rinse the drug side of things. Yeah. Little bit of test. Plus, it's like what Clear said. Would wouldn't mind talking about it from a point yeah. of both experience and you know theory. So it's because event even here people are doing it and oh, people, people are doing it. it. And I, I always say it's madness because yeah. people are just doing it unchecked. Like it's guys in gyms who own pharmacies. Oh yeah. Like go to names I've spoken to. You just. Using it willy nilly because they can get hold of it, you know. Mm. It's like they're under no coaching. We're just normal guys, and we're not eating well. We're not. No, we don't no, even we drink. Don't. We look like, you know, a bag of mashed potato. Yeah, true. Uh, just you know, inflamed with. And really, people need to understand. The reality is, if you're going to go enhanced, you should be at a point where there's a reason. Yeah. You know, mm. Be it something like you know competitiveness, you know, yeah, could be yeah. you know, you're running 100 meters of Kenya, could be many reasons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, so that's your options. So sport, competitive sport. Yeah. And yeah, you know, we're all naive. We don't think all the top athletes mm-hmm. are using. Um, but they also have doctors and stuff to watch. True, um, true. The second part of that is, you know, being competitive bodybuilding. The second part is having everything else lined up you know it's, it's reality it's like you need to have all your health markers on point mm-hmm. yeah you need to make sure you got there's no point starting even like trt if you've got high blood pressure yeah mm-hmm. yeah because it's just gonna make it higher yeah and that's gonna affect your kidneys mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this is and this has been the problem with bodybuilding and people dying over the years is until recently no one t- talked about checking your blood or controlling your blood pressure you know there's no problem taking a, a blood blood pressure medication just to counter at the effects of te- high testosterone could, yeah you know when it went unchecked for years and like a lot of bodybuilders and when i was growing up you know bodybuilders were usually the biggest guy in the gym and he would just tell the guy who wants to be a bodybuilder use this use that yeah there's no talk about you know blood work and things yeah, those guys would just you know go for years and years and years, and suddenly, oh, did you hear about you know, Steve? You know, bodybuilder, he died the other day. Oh, well, they only forty six. Yeah, they've been on. Yeah, he'd been using steroids since he was like seventeen. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's, without ever having his blood work ever checked and cramming food down his you know lug hole and not coming off and all these other things that people have done over the years. Reality is, you can use testosterone safely mm-hmm. it's not foolproof nothing ever is mm-hmm. but testosterone is a natural hormone 
and you, so you can use it safely. You, understanding the effects that it will push up things like hemocrit levels yeah. which to affect your blood pressure. Higher blood pressure will affect your kidneys. So you need to have really good blood pressure to start with, so you need to be fit and healthy. You want to keep your blood pressure down. So even, I know uh, Comrade Black talks about using something like telemastatin, mm. which is a, a blood pressure medication from day one. Just because mm. that counteracts, it stops your hemocrat level getting high okay. to start with. Yeah. yeah, you can, like, withdrawing of blood is a quick way of. Yeah. Yeah, go and donate blood. It's a quick way of getting it down. But because then your body goes, oh, I must make more. Yeah, <laughs> true. And then makes more. Yeah. It's always refilling. So yeah. you would have to keep drawing blood every week. When if you were using something like Temasartin, it would keep that lower. Yeah. Longer. Um, and so, so then you've got to look at, you know, so generally you've got to be super healthy. And this is what people, so you need to be, doing it for a good reason, either that you've got low testosterone, you need TRT, a competitive sportsman who's trying to go to the next level, you're already healthy, and you know what your blood's look like. Yeah. Yeah, so I think you can check those, and you know, then it's yeah. just important that you know you do your blood work. And yeah, yeah, which we've always done, it's been good, so I, I, I can keep doing it, like I don't mind, you know, routine and yeah, you just Every schedule it in. Yeah, it's, uh, often you do it and make sure that everything's looking good. Yeah, who knows? Might get to competing again. Get the because now I just feel like. Well, if you, if you went on a cycle, you know, you make twenty-five pounds of muscle. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, you know, quickly. <laughs> you know, you might be. Because yeah, because yeah, I I enjoy training for size. Yes, health is key, but. I, I like building muscle. Like I, I know that's what I enjoy. I, I don't mind being fit, but if I was to put it in a tree, building muscle is something I enjoy and I'd like to keep doing for as long as, as I could. So it's, 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 a, it's a top goal for me on top of health there. So yeah, the way well, it's... Yeah, health, the health, being healthy, and there's a reason for cardio even in the off season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, blood capillary blood flow to muscles will help you build muscle. Yeah, yeah. By increasing, mm -hmm. you know, you know, pumping blood around your body will help carry nutrients. Also, keeps you know, helps with your blood pressure, helps with glucose, it helps yeah, with everything. Yeah. You know, lots of stuff. Yeah. Um, so keeping a bit of cardio in is good, and that's probably what I'm not great at. Come <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. off season, yeah. only because you know cardio batters my knees in but um you know what i've started doing going off topic um yeah. ems electrical um muscular muscle stimulation yeah. because my right leg's a little smaller than my left leg mm. because it's worse injury so my, my muscles don't fire properly but i've started using that i've used it for a couple of days now and i'll be looking all the same size now mm. oh no just because that muscle's now been able to fill up with a bit more blood and things yeah. um because i've what I do is I just use it 10 minutes before bed, not for long, yeah. oh, just okay. to yeah. um, get that muscle, it's called re, uh, re, it redesigning, mm. but basically mm. it's rebuilding you know, uh, synaptic pathways just to find that muscle better, Okay. Ah. so it needs, knows it needs to be active, because yeah. where, you know, you, you might, you know, you nurse it a bit, it's, you know, since you, you know, the injury is just not 
doesn't yeah. fire the same. Yeah. So doing that, and then you know, it started to look a bit more like the other one. Interesting. So that's yeah. Yeah. Quite useful. So it's like well, using the electric current to tell your brain to wake. Yeah. This, uh, yeah. And what you do is, as it stimulates and contracts a muscle, yeah. you tense the muscle at the same time with your brain. Mm. So mm. it starts, you know, tying in together. Oh, so you're not letting the machine do it all. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. It's working. So that's good. Yeah. Pretty, it's been pretty good, actually. Um, yeah, it's also then works backs up as a tens machine if you know, if you mm. got a bit Yeah. Yeah. True. You know, a bit of pain yeah. you need to deal with. Um, but yeah, no. So that's like that's been really that's been really good this week. I've been enjoying that. You know. Well, cardio, I think is is. I feel like we should do another episode on this because I, I agree. Like my cardio has been bad. Like I think so many people like when you're in a fat loss phase, you're like, okay, I'm going to do my cardio, mm. do this, that, that. But it's so important outside of fat loss, and yeah, so I've started to to run. And like you say, it is hard on your body, but I actually really enjoy it. And well, like that's improving. Oh, that's the key. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that. Fine cardio, you enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah biking but you want to be and i think this is where we should do an episode like talking about the different cardio zones like where you want to be and what you want to be training so it's like a zone two to train your aerobic training because that is going to benefit everything else because your aerobic system is running all the time and Mm. this plays into your recovery massively so if you're training like you don't recover so well it's just you, been no, after, after you know, I think it will walks. help. You know, if <laughs> yeah. you bring up your aerobic base, it will really help with your recovery oh, and sure. your strength training. So maybe, yeah, maybe our next episode, we can just talk about that because I think people get so confused, you know, like, oh, where does hit fit in? Like where, you know, what mm. should you be focusing on? And like, you've got to think about your recovery and your nutrition and all of that. But yeah, I've just started to do just like, uh, like two 20 minute jogs a week, you know, Heart rates at like 150, one, you know, 180 max, um, and yeah, I've, I've I've really I've really enjoyed it, and I think you know, it's it's so important, and and for, again for people to get it out of their minds that cardio equals fat loss, like yeah. cardio equals health. Um, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We we don't do cardio for fat loss. We do cardio, although it's energy expenditure, so we can yeah. let it. Um, we do it for having a good heart. Yeah, and like you say, so great actually for your metabolism and yeah. you know nutrient partitioning and what we call metabolic flexibility, where you can you know go between using fats and carbs for fuel, um, which is really important. Um, so it's yeah, um, it's it's important. So I'm trying to get Leon to come with yeah, me. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm starting only because of the walks. Because man, the this is out of topic a bit, but when we were in the Cairngorms, oh gosh, I, I, I think I, I struggled a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's that's when oh. I was like, my fitness, my cardiovascular yeah. fitness is not great. Yeah, because we reach up and I'm like, I think we started talking about it and we're like, yeah, Man. you guys coming from altitude, you should be like, oh, we should have been, oh, we should have yeah. been like naming like. it, yeah, but it was. Because I was like, man, I'm carrying so much. Well, it's not so much weight, but more weight than. I expected to be going up the, and I'm like, ah, uh-uh, we need, we're, we're going back to, uh, like extra walks and just, just a bit more cardio. So, when I'm feeling much better, hopefully next week, I'll, I'll start doing sprints with her. And it, it was a wake up call. It, it was a good walk, but I, I could feel the struggle because Clear's bro just. Well, he walks about ten like k a, a day. He's like an army guy, just 
he has a pace and you're yeah. like keeping up with him and you're like okay am i really we were happy fit? my mom was with us because she's yeah. like 70 and so he, he toned his pace down a bit so we were like yeah so i decided next yeah, you time want more to enjoy it it's not yeah. like a route march you're not trying to get somewhere quickly you tell yeah. him that no it was it was nice but he he just has his pace yeah, yeah, and his pace. yeah you, he likes it like he reached a point he realized okay yeah I, we're I, all at the back i, I might be <laughs> But it was it really, nice. It really, it is. Sometimes you do have those wake up calls, yeah. and I think, especially people like us who love lifting weights, oh, yeah. like you need to, you need to have your cardio in there. It's such a great balance. Yeah. Everything complements each other. But mm. again, finding the cardio and the weights that you can do and still recover. Like, don't do cardio every day. Yeah. You know, like yeah. if you're starting out, like two. 20 session, 20 se- 20, 20 minute. minute sessions a week is great, and. You know, when you do it, it's up to you. Like, I train four times a week with weights. Mm. And so what I was doing was legs, upper body, run. run. upper uh, Sorry, legs, upper body, run. And I actually want to change that because I find, like, my legs are not recovering. So I want to do the, the cardio on the upper body day so that I still have a full day um, no, of, of, just, yeah. of just, you know, doing normal steps. So it's finding what works for you in there. And, like, you can do weights and cardio on the same day you you just ideally you would split them and then the beauty of being at maintenance or a surplus is you can really eat to fuel your your cardio as well like i am so much hungrier when i do cardio it's insane so you know you want you know you have you and like and you're saying it does use more calories than you know your weight session or whatever and that's not why you're doing it but it does so you need to factor that in if you are doing that you probably want to increase your calories you know so that you're not going into an unintentional uh deficit um you know and again you can you know you probably want to fuel up with some carbs before and after mm-hmm. um you know because again it, it is it is hard on your body like i was actually supposed to run today but i was just feeling really tired so i was like i'll just leave it you know work up to it slowly mm-hmm. if you're not used to it you know it's hard and running is hard on the body so you don't you don't have to run like cycling is great like andy said whatever you enjoy you know well, that's do that if you enjoy it you'll do it yeah. if yeah. you don't enjoy it you, you you'll find an excuse not to do it and that's <laughs> simple as that yeah. yeah yeah if you hate running don't run you know i prefer doing bag work put some boxing gloves on do some bag work yeah. that to yeah. me is more enjoyable cardio and skipping yes yeah, exactly. Skipping, oh, skipping is brutal. Well, uh, well, I mean, but that's different. Sprints are working a different system. So then you've got to, you know, you've got uh, to yeah, think I'm what you're... Yeah, I'm saying for me, jogs, yeah, I'd rather... I'll take on the sprints and some skipping. But the, the... I think jogs would be good for you because you struggle with endurance work. Uh, no, no, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll do talk it to sprints. him later. <laughs> Just be the guy slugging around. I don't mind just like when we're around, okay, jogging outside, I used to do a lot of running. <laughs> I can't run on treadmills. No, 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 so no, no, no. I have to be going somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> even when I run, it has to be a circuit. I can't go back the same way. Cause yeah, I'm no, I, I, I... It just feels more boring seeing the same things. Yeah, you go. Yeah, I like to go yeah. around. No, I, I, I agree with you, Andy. Absolutely. And it's just hard here because everywhere is a hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you leave the house. It's like, oh my gosh. 
It's like if I go this way, I have to go oh, yeah. down, but I still have to come up. But it, but it really <laughs> is interesting how you struggle with endurance work. You really struggle. Yeah, I think that would be so good for you yeah, to yeah. do that. The thing is, you know, it's, it's, it's carrying a lot of... Yeah, I'm not a, it's not a lot. It's not, a, it's not the lightest. I'm not I wouldn't push it too hard. Not a the load on the joints. Footballer. The load on the joints. Yes, yeah. swimming is really... Your swimming is for you. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not a 70 kilo footballer anymore. Oh, what, what, well, one, what, yeah, one, one thing before we finish. What we really want to do, like, I hate cold water. I'm the person who has yeah. a warm shower at the coast. But I really, really want to do more like cold water therapy. I think the benefits are incredible. So what we're trying to do, we were we were asking around for like an old bathtub yeah, so that we can... get on the side of the road. Yeah. So that's, you know where, if you can't find them up uh, your end, you know Spring Valley? Yeah, we... Yeah, 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 place yeah. 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 So that's, well, you know what you get is you get an old water tank. Yes. So water tank. Yeah, the black ones, yeah. Off. I mean, have a barrel. Do, I used to do ice baths a lot after rugby hater. Yeah. But, um, Actually, yeah, last so that's, water that's what we. Too. That's what mm. I really want to set myself as a challenge to do that. Like, okay, maybe not every day, let's be sensible. Every but maybe, well, maybe we'll get there because I just think I they're great. And just like mentally as well, <laughs> like having that challenge. I'm more um, likely to get a hot tub than an ice bath. <laughs> 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 okay, you get the hot tub. Oh. Well, I'm a jacuzzi <laughs> in my, my garden. Like, oh, wow, that bath, sounds so yeah. nice. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. have both and then you jump from... That's the thing, yeah, that's a, and that, is, that would be the thing. And I do that if I go to like one of the health clubs, I go yeah. to sauna, freezing cold shower where you pull the freezing cold bucket over your head <laughs> and then you go... I'm on that because it's done quickly. It's yeah. just like, like, my heart rate speeds up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you get all these bumps and you jump back into the sauna. Oh, it's it's. I think it's no, so good. It's so good for you, yeah. and it's something I really want to do because it can really improve your resiliency. Um, your, you know, how you res- your body responds to stress, um, which I think I need. Um, I did start the cold showers, but I'm such a, I'm such <laughs> a wimp, such a wimp. I hate cold water yeah, so uh, much. I spent a lot of my life freezing cold. Yeah. I bet you have. Yeah, yeah. Last thing I want to do now is get <laughs> cold again. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so. that's hold, hold me to it, gents. This is what I, I really yeah. want to do. Well, last year, and catch, you know, yeah, you can give us a, a catch up on I, how many you've done. I, I will, <laughs> but just just to show people, like, obviously, if you you know you get those amazing like baths that are you know already freezing and or you see yeah. people going in their ice barrels like you can diy it you know so yeah, many things in the health thing. and fitness diy you can do it you know if you really want to do something you can do it like you go and then buy bulk ice shove yeah, it in we your used to, we used to do rugby it wasn't something fancy you know we even used and i've seen used is you know the weedy bins yeah. Like the green wheelie bin, it's not even that big. Yeah, yeah. You can fill those half of water with ice, you have a step into it, like you, you put a platform around it, and you just step into it, and then you stand up. Rather than, it's hard to get out, so I'll have to Yeah, that's out, the. That's... I've seen those when I was playing rugby a lot. Um, yeah, it was an option. Because we, our dog food is in like a pretty big bin, so I tried to get into it, but it, I'm, it, it's too small. We need a slightly bigger one. Yeah. Especially that, if you're. you're but gonna, and then coming out of it is it. another. Baths again, though. Yeah, I think an old bathtub. I said an old water tank. Yeah, tub is just perfect. Tank and tub. So that's that can be my Christmas present. Thanks. (laughs) Sorted. Find one. 
sort of spray well, spray painted and yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You don't really want to be getting into a black. No, no, like outside. Just, oh, okay. Yeah, you can. You can <laughs> but um, yeah. Anyway, so that's nice. that's that. I just think you know, there's. I think like also you know. Um, like saunas are great just for sweating every day, helping your body to detox. Yep. Um, if you, you know, just, just small things like that, you know, can make such a big difference to your, to your health. Like if you do belong to a gym or a health club, like, and you don't utilize those services, I would, I would like to tuck, tuck, tack them on. Um, although I, 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 I don't know where I read, but it's not good to do it after training. Because it can it can blunt the muscle uh, yeah, growth response. Um, so you want to have after training a certain level of inflammation. Yeah. And if you start reducing inflammation too early, you won't build muscle. So, you won't so I guess yeah. it's a bit like cardio. Give it. Yeah, give it time. Find yeah, yeah, give it its own time. Yeah, yeah, separate it out. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think that wraps up a uh, diverse first episode um and yeah i think you're off to take her to bjj which is so cool yeah and she's enjoying it you have to wake her up first oh oh yeah. i know it's early for you guys <laughs> i haven't heard the moving so i imagine she's still in bed saturday morning but i think that's such a great thing for her to start uh well, that awesome yeah no bjj is amazing yeah awesome well, I hope Start you... young, so I say. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think for, for, you know, for girls as well, that's great. Especially for girls. Yeah. Especially for Yeah, and there's not much, you know, I, I've not really seen that out here, so it's yeah, really cool. Yeah, I even gave up. It's, there's only the one kicker road, which is far, man. So, yeah. yeah, sadly. All right. Well, we will see everyone. And we were thinking, I think this is episode 99. I really do. Mm. So we're so close. To 100, which is amazing. <laughs> so maybe we'll be seeing you in episode 100. We need to go and do our counting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it'll work out. We'll try and get some guests on for episode 100, maybe. Yeah, well, we, we've got um, 30. Yeah, last the, we'll the, the sprinter. We'll see. Um, we'll see if he's available. Yeah, that might be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that would be a good... Yeah, that would be a good episode. episode 100. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I know he's off season now, I guess. Yeah, yeah they'd be really interested in talking to him. Not, yeah. maybe we do one. Uh, yeah, no, for 100, that'd be a good one. I think if not, we, we could probably ask Victoria and Scott to come on. Victoria Falcon and Scott. Ooh, double whammy. Yeah, yeah double whammy. Well, we're married and living together. Yeah, together, I so, know. You know, so, you know. Yeah. Hmm. That'd be a good one. Anyway, leave it to us. We'll hopefully bring you some great speakers and topics for this season and we'll see you in the next episode. Yeah.